welcome everybody here to another post-game show here on the Clifton Oats Podcast. I am your host, Clifton Grooms. This is the Class 4 District 16 Girls Semifinal Post-Game Show. I just got back from Benton High School just a little bit ago where we now know who will be playing for a district championship on Thursday night. We're going to go in the order of the two games and we kicked it off tonight with the one seed Benton Cardinals taking on the four seed Maryville Spoofhounds. In the first quarter, it was a 12-8 game. In the first quarter, Kelsey Johnson and Peyton Anderson got the scoring started with four points apiece in the quarter. Maryville was able to keep it close in the first quarter with a couple of three-point baskets. But in the second quarter, this is where the bitten defense really starts turning it up. Maryville with only four points the entire second quarter here. Benton was able to extend their halftime lead to 25 to 12 that 25 to 12 at the half lead went from 4 to 13 and then another thir- uh, another 13 point lead at the end of the third with a 33 to 20 lead and then in the fourth quarter Maryville no points to no points in the fourth quarter as Benton was able to play great defense they got 8 points in the fourth quarter they now win 41 to 20 was a final score in the Benton Cardinals are in the class 4 District 16 semifinals once again. We have a whole load of post game here after this game, and we're going to kick that off by hearing from Bitten Lady Cardinal coach Chris Michaels. Obviously, a pretty defensive game. They were able to guard the rim at well at times, but your team prevailed, maintained control of the second half. Just thoughts on how you guys did? I mean, here's the deal they threw some things at us that we hadn't seen, and we told the girls to be ready for everything. Um, I would say that the one thing that we did not talk about was a box and one, and so to see that in the first quarter did throw us a tad bit. So, you know, kudos to coach over there throwing something that we hadn't seen. But we did know that they were going to do some things offensively that we hadn't seen before. We, we've been watching enough film to realize that it was not just going to be Berthauer and Petlin. And so they, we had told our girls all week, you cannot let any of them free. And they got free a couple times. Um, but for the most part, we did a pretty good job of making sure everybody had a hand in their face. Um, defense is what we live on. You know, our press and defense is what we live on. It's nice to score 60 points, but it's really, really nice to keep people under 30. Yeah. Ruth Holler, uh, she, I mean, you guys held her scoreless in the first half, and she only had two second half, I believe, two or four. So, um, just, what's she finish with? What number is she? Uh, 15. Uh, two. 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 Yeah. So what Petlin's finishing? Two. Uh, I think she had th- what number five. 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 That's a good game. So those two finishing with that. Just, uh, well, they didn't finish with that the first game, I can tell you that much. I think we gave up 31 or something to both of them combined in the first game. So that was obviously the focus. Um, we felt like the first game we didn't play with a very high intensity. Uh, we felt like towards the end of our year we were treating games like we're just going to roll the ball out there and, and we're going to win. And that's not how you win state games. And so we know that we have to turn our focus on. And so our girls are coming to practice with a little bit different energy, um, almost like it was in the beginning when we were supposed to be beat by teams. You know, you're not supposed to go back-to-back Final Fours. That's not what this is built to do. And so we always told them it was going to be a harder road this year than it was last year. And last year, if you looked at it, that's the hardest road that anybody probably had to travel. And so if it's harder than last year and we expect it to be harder than last year, we we assume that we're going to be where we want to be in the end. Seemed like all of Burright's points were second chance points, and they came at pretty critical moments. Pretty good game for her. I mean, here's the deal: Lauren Burright doesn't get enough love. 
Um, you know, it's really, really hard to bang down in the post all day long, defend the post, rebound, and press, and then bang some more, and then be expected to catch the ball with your back to the basket and make a move. That's a lot to put on a kid, and, and she puts it on her shoulders. And she, you know, she's the type of kid that she teaches in our in our practice room. She's explaining to girls, this is what I do. And, you know, Lauren Burright has one of the best body mechanics of, of any player I've seen. And she's able to get in a position that you can't stop her from doing what she wants to do. Um, Lauren Burright is a good basketball player. Next game coming up against one of these two teams, both teams you've already seen before. What are you looking for in this game to kind of get you guys prepared for what you might see in the next game? Well, I mean, here's the deal. This is going to be a fun game to watch. Um, you know, everybody will assume that because the two seed, they're the two seed, Chile will win this game. I'm, I'm expecting to see a really, really good basketball game here. The great thing is, is both teams will play man, so we get to actually see what will actually come against us. They're both really well coached, so we're going to anticipate that there's going to be some wrinkles. So it's going to be nice to be able to sit and watch and, and kind of really study live what's going to, what we're going to see on the film. Yeah, good. Yep. Thanks, 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 Coach. Thank you, Coach. Yep. That was Lafayette Lady Irish Coach Brad Spitter on that interview. Irish will advance on to um, Monday's Class 4 District 16 girls semifinal. They will take on two-seated Chillicothe on Monday night. The second game I was able to go to today was at the Coliseum as the number two-seeded Central Indians kicked off Class 6 District 8 play against seven-seeded North Kansas City in the first quarter. This was a very, very nip-and-tuck ball game from the beginning of the quarter to the middle, but then we started getting towards the end. Central was able to pull away to take a nine-point lead at the end of one at the score of 15 to 6. In the second quarter, North Kansas City would score one more point than Central and they would cut the Indians lead to 8 as the Indians led 21 to 13 at the half. In the third, a, a third quarter basket, the first basket from Central in the third quarter by Ella Moody resulted in her becoming Central's all-time leading scorer. We will have more on Ella here in just a few minutes. But the Indians were started extending their lead more and more as the game went on as Central was able to take a 13-point lead, 31-18 at the end of three. And the fourth, Central was able to come out with a 48 the 26th victory over North Kansas City. They will advance on Monday night to take on the three-seeded Park Hill South Panthers. They actually split the two meetings, the Indians losing the first game in Riverside. And then I covered the game a couple weeks ago when Park Hill South came to St. Joe, which the Indians won. So it'll be interesting to see who will win that rubber match Monday night at Park Hill. We have a couple of pieces of postgame from this one also, and we're going to kick that off with a media scrum with Central Indian head coach, Roger Smith. Obviously kind of a defensive game. Uh, both teams struggled to score in the second half, yet you guys built a double-digit cushion, just held on. I guess just defensively especially, how do you feel like your team did tonight? I think we played real aggressive, good defense. Everybody hustled and boxed out. We all worked good together as a team. I think that really helped. Defensively, um, you guys held 15 to two points and 11 to five. The last time you guys played them, they, they had a pretty good game. So what was kind of the emphasis uh, just to obtain that? Yeah, we knew last time since we came out with a bad start, we'd have to get a better start this time and come out stronger. And we pushed hard and we got it done. You and Lauren were pretty much working in the post um, offensively and defensively. Just talk about your guys' um, being able to go and then do all the dirty work in the post. 
Oh yeah, we, we use our size as advantage and me and her love to work down there. <laughs> you guys going up against one of these next two teams the next game, just what are you looking for in this game to kind of get you guys ready for the next one? Um, well, we know we got to work hard for the next game, nothing's guaranteed, and we just got to come in ready to fight for the next game, prepare for practice tomorrow. All right, thank you. Thank you so much, Kelsey Johnson, for not only talking to myself, but talking to all the fellow members of the media, all those guys, Tommy Rezach, Levi Smith, um, Mitch Riberal, all those guys do a tremendous job. I did happen to catch, um, for a solo interview, I was able to catch up with senior Lauren Burright. Burright was the next leading scorer for the Benton Cardinals with nine points. Here's my interview with Lauren after the game. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here on the Cliff Notes Podcast where the Bitten Lady Cardinals just survived and advanced in district play over the Maryville Spoof Hounds. 41-20 was the final score. We are here with senior Lauren Burright. Um, Lauren, um, survive and advance. Um, just talk about your thoughts on the game. Um, I thought we did really well defensively and came out and pressed and did the little things right, which that is what's going to get us ahead and on the uphill climb to where we want to be. Defensively, um, Burhaller, um, Petlon, they were a pretty big key on the um, scouting report. I know that they came out and had a big game the first game here. How does it really feel, you know, when you guys focus in on practice and focus in on the scouting report, that holding them to um, five and three points respectively kind of, you know, just talk about what that means on the scouting report, how it paid off. Um, I would say that obviously our goal is to shut them down, but we know that everybody on their team is also an asset because in their last game, um, everybody scored, and we just go out and play every girl equally and know that our role is to play defense. And once we do that, keep them under 30, it is accomplished. You and Kelsey were down there just digging in the post, digging in the trenches. Uh, just talk <laughs> about your your play in the post and Kelsey's play and how and you guys were able to secure rebounds and secure um, second chance points. I would say really all that is is wanting it and the effort. And once you get that seal, like your teammates want to feed it to you because they know how hard it is for you down there. And just with the, the second chance points, it's, we're there for each other and we're teammates. And as a family, you want to make sure that everybody gets like their points that they deserve. Another district championship game on the horizon, either Lafayette or Chillicothe. We'll find out by the end of the night. Um, just talk about what you want to see carry over from tonight's game and what you want to see this team prove upon to clinch a district championship on Thursday. Um, I would say just carry over our press and our defense and keeping them under 30. That's always our goal. And I think improvement, we can always improve on, like, effort and second-chance points, 50-50 balls, those kind of things we can always improve on. Well, Lauren, thank you so much once again thank for you. coming on the podcast. And have good luck to you guys on Thursday night. Thank you. Thank you. Now, thank you so much, Lauren, for coming on the show. Again, Bitten will meet the winner of the second game, which happened to be the Chillicothe Hornets. They won the game tonight, 42-35 to was the final score in the first quarter. Chillicothe had a 14-7 advantage, but then Chillicothe was able to increase the advantage the last couple of quarters. They had a 9-point lead at half, a 29-18 lead. And then in the third quarter, Chillicothe had Lafayette, down by as much as 14 in the game. But then Lafayette made a charge in the fourth quarter. They got the, the game within four. But Chillicothe was able to make free throws down the stretch. And the Hornets walked out with a 52-45 win. Ending the Lafayette Lady Fighting Irish's season in the district semifinals. Had an opportunity after the game to catch up with Lady Irish coach Brad Spinner. He had his thoughts on this team's game and his team and his team this season. 
We're here at the Cliff Notes Podcast here for the second semifinal of Class 4 District 16 girls where the Lafayette lady fighting Irish fell tonight to Chillicothe. 52-45 to was the final score. We're here with Irish coach Brad Spinner. Um, Coach, obviously not the way you wanted to end your season. um, Girls really fought hard. Just um, your thoughts on the game tonight. Well, I told the girls that after the game, like, other than winning, obviously, that was the that was the end goal was winning. But if you can't win, that's the way to go out. Leaving everything, every ounce of effort and energy on the floor, and you can walk out of that locker room with your heads held up, knowing that you gave everything you could to to pull that win out. And I'm that Chillicothe team. Give it, give it. They're well well coached, and they 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 stayed they stayed under they they stayed under control and held their composure pretty well. And then. They took care of business down the stretch, made their free throws, and um, didn't turn the ball over, and that makes it hard. But uh, there's taking nothing away from our girls either. We we really, after the last time we played them when we lost by 29, to come in here and cut it to three a couple times and four a couple times, and um, after being down 14, 12, 12, 14 points, I mean, that shows a lot of character and a lot about who we are. Um, almost two weeks ago, this was a complete. This was a complete oh, different yeah. ball game. For sure. Um, what do you think was the biggest difference from um, two weeks ago at Lafayette to this game tonight? I think the biggest difference was defensively. We got after it, and we, we played small for the majority of the game um, with athleticism, and uh, really tried to put pressure on the ball. And we did a good job in this in the coming out in the fourth quarter. I think we were down 12 going into the fourth quarter. They turned the ball over three, or two or three straight possessions because of the ball pressure and uh, just the active, ha- active hands on the defensive side of the ball. I think that was the biggest difference. We were just really, really active. Two weeks ago when we played them, we were coming off a third game in, in seven days, and we had just been had our rear ends handed to us against Benton and, and LeBlanc, and then we had to turn around and play a very tough, chilly team. And, we just had no energy that night, and it showed, and we got we got drilled pretty good. But then we come out tonight, it was a different team. And I kind of preached that to the girls. It's like, hey, this team, this Chillicothe team, isn't ready for what you're going to show tonight because the first team that they saw was not who we were, who we are. And so tonight was a, a better representation of what Lafayette basketball is about. Hicks had a big night tonight oh, for Chillicothe. Um, can you just talk about um, – the defending her and just um, her and um, her and talk about her night tonight. She can score. I'm just plain and simple. She can shoot the ball. She can get downhill and she can finish around the rim and she's crafty. So though she is a, I'm not going to be sad to see her go on graduation night. I'll tell you that much because she has been a thorn in our side for the last, the last four years. And so she's, she is uh, watching her improve as a player has been impressive. And, um, we just didn't really have an answer for her tonight, um, and she made us pay. And she had a she had a good night. She's a good player, and I wish her the best of luck in her future endeavors. I'm, I'm sure it's bright. Um, my last question: um, One senior graduated yes. this year. Um, can you just um, your can you just talk about where you see the future of this basketball team? We saw a little bit of it tonight. Yeah, this team did. can compete with with one of the best teams in the MEC. Just talk about where you see the future of this basketball team. Well, first I want to talk about Katie and just Katie Kelzer, our one senior, and just what she's meant to this team. She's not a vocal leader, but she she goes out every day in practice. She gives a hundred percent effort. She's not she's not trying to step out of her lane. She knows her role. She's a rim protector, shot blocker, rebounder, and that's what she does. And she's really good at it. So when she leaves, we're going to be missing that. 
Um, we went from our tallest girl being six foot six one to our tallest girl being five seven, and so that's a huge difference. And we're going to have to we're going to have to make up for that with quickness and speed and athleticism. But Katie, all year long, she's my first. This is my fourth year coaching. She's my first four-year graduate that I've had and so I love her to death her fam she's come she's got a great family who is very supportive of us and our program and what we're trying to do here and and Katie Katie is is a a good representation of not only her family but of Lafayette basketball well coach uh, I want to thank you so much for taking the time you know I know this is a difficult loss but talking about your basketball team you guys have a tremendous future we do down the line and um it was a pleasure to watch you guys all year and um Thank you so much for allowing Thank me you. time to cover your team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Good luck to you. Thank you so much, Coach Brad Spinner, for joining the podcast once again. Lady Irish, I tell you what, they got a bright future ahead of them tonight, despite falling short to the Chillicothe Hornets. Now, the only other district game that was tonight was a Class 6 District 8, where the Central Girls made a comeback to defeat Park Hill South 49-43. Central was down the entire game until the fourth quarter, but the Indians were able to persevere and defeat the Park Hill South Panthers. Once again, that score was 49-43. They will play for a district championship on Thursday night. Also, at 7 p.m., they will be playing the host school, Park Hill, who defeated the top seed, Staley, earlier tonight in that district. Also, I'm going to give it the schedule out for tomorrow. We got Class 4, District 16, back at Benton. Instead, it will be the boys. At the, as the number one seed, Lafayette Fighting Irish, they will take on the four seed, Maryville Spoofhounds. That game will be at 5.30. And then at 7, the host school, Benton Cardinals, the number two seed in the district, will take on the three seed, Chillicothe Hornets. Hornets defeated the Cardinals earlier this season in early February. Those should be some fun games there in Class 4 District 16. I will be there for both of those. Also, if you're a fan of small class basketball, that St. Joseph Civic Arena is your place. The Class 1 sectionals will take place tomorrow night at 6.30. The St. Joseph Christian Girls will be in action as they take on the number one ranked team in the state, Platte Valley. And then at 8.15, Stanbury will meet Mound City. I'll tell you what, if you haven't got an opportunity to see Mound City's Tony Osborne play and you're in the St. Joseph area, this might be an opportunity for you. Remember the last game when I talked about on Thursday night? 62 points in his last game. I'll tell you what. Tony Osborne is a box office. I will tell you that. But I'll tell you what. Also, Stanbury, that's a heck of a basketball team there. And Stanbury, Coach Groomer will definitely have those kids ready. It's going to be a fun game tomorrow night. I'm going to do my best to try to get there as quick as I can after these bitten Chillicothe games after post game I will make my way to the Civic Arena to watch some Stanberry and Mount City basketball that is your schedule for tomorrow night I want to thank um head coach Chris Michaels um bitten Cardinal senior Kelsey Johnson Cardinal Junior um no Cardinal Junior Kelsey Johnson bitten Cardinal senior Lauren Burright I want to thank them for coming on the podcast. Also, Lafayette coach Brad Spinner, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, Tomorrow night, uh, Benton, and then Civic Arena tomorrow night. You can catch me at, if you see me at the games, say hi. I want to thank all the listeners. I want to thank all the supporters. Thank you guys very much. And until tomorrow night, take care, everybody.